This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Thursday the 19th of March. And Brett, day three from recording in my bedroom. Fascinating stuff. Having a great time, Justin. Thanks for having me. No worries. Listen to this, Justin. A TV ad over in the UK for KFC has been taken off the air because it includes people licking their fingers. And in these coronavirus times of ours, that's not on. Not on. Brett, in positive news, Facebook has announced today that it's creating a $100 million grant program for small businesses. That's great. It is good. Three fascinating stories today, Justin. Justin. Let's do it. For our first, Australian airline Virgin is suspending all international flights mm-hmm. for more than two months Ooh. and it's cutting half of its domestic flights too. Wow. So what happened here? As of yesterday, the government was urging Aussies to not leave Australia. Yep. So kind of feels like Virgin didn't have much of a choice here. And this applies to both Virgin and Tiger Air flights? That's right. There's no doubt this is a totally unprecedented time for the aviation industry. And it's tough for Virgin because they're trying to balance quite a few things here. What are those? Number one, super Super low demand right. from passengers. Okay, number two. Number two, the well-being of their passengers who are on their flights. A oh, nice one, and? Number three is the company's rapidly declining financial mm. health. And it's worth mentioning, Virgin's big decision came one day after Qantas announced a cut of 90% of its international flights. Mm. So what's the key learning here? There are a lot of industries in Australia reaching out to the government for financial help at the moment because of the virus. But there's no doubt the coronavirus has been the single biggest shock that the aviation industry has ever experienced. As a result, the government announced a $715 million assistance package for airlines. That's good, but some experts are worried that many airlines will actually go bankrupt over the next few months. Airlines around the world are grounding their planes, they're laying off workers, and are desperately trying to preserve cash. On to our second story. Social distancing. Gotta be the most used verb for 2020. (laughs) And it is starting to directly impact some of the biggest companies in the world. I'm talking McDonald's, Mm -hmm. I'm talking Uber, and Starbucks, all of them making big changes. Okay, where should we start here? McDonald's? Sure. To enforce social distancing, Macca's has closed dining areas at many stores overseas and has shifted to takeaway and delivery only. And Macca's has also shut self-service kiosks as well as kids' areas, which we all love. Now, tell me a little bit about Starbucks. Well, Starbucks is closing stores for at least two weeks Mm. in the places where there are a high number of coronavirus cases. And they've also changed to a takeaway-only model. That's right. And meanwhile, Uber's share price has dropped almost 7% after it cancelled carpools, aka the Mm. Uber. Mm, Probably a good move. It can be pretty cramped in there. It can, but it's also a great way to meet people. (laughs) So what's the key learning here? Well, people are starting to practice not only social distancing, but also what we're calling economic distancing. Many Australians are starting to self-isolate, but there are also a lot of workers who depend on people leaving their homes to make a living. For example, Uber drivers. A dry cleaner. Childcare workers. Barista. As everything from sporting events to eating out at restaurants Mm. slowly begins to get removed from Mm. our daily life, Mm -hmm. economic activity is kind of slowing down pretty fast. It is. For our third and final story, Google has launched a coronavirus screening website. This sounds crazy. So what's the story here? Well, Google's parent company, Alphabet, yep. is getting its big moment in the sun with one of its moonshot projects. Okay, Brett, what's its name and what does it do? <laughs> Verily is the name. And it's time to shine, Verily. It is. It's an online service that screens people for COVID-19 yeah. by asking about symptoms and then points the user in the right direction. So for example, you've got a sore toe, Mm-hmm. It will tell you that you don't need to be <laughs> tested you know? for COVID-19. Or if you've got a cough, fatigue, or a headache, then they can schedule an appointment to be tested. Now, it sounds pretty basic, 
but it's a pretty essential service just to coordinate some of the chaos. Yeah. And part of the story is that Donald Trump announced Google's new screening website before Google was ready to go public <laughs> with the launch. Which obviously then led to a crash of the website. As it does. So Justin, what's the key learning here? Well, as we've spoken previously on the pod, Google has some not-so-secret plans to get itself into the healthcare space. And this could be their big chance? It could be. But for consumers, there's one negative. And okay. This is that you need to log in with a Google account and agree to share your data. But it's not to the same extent as South Korea and China, who have apps tracking infected people. It's crazy. Yep, Verily isn't planning to do anything like that. And let's be real here. While giving Google your health data is kind of scary, mm-hmm. the spread of coronavirus seems much worse. True. Flux fam, if you're enjoying the pod, please tell your friends about it. We'd love to grow the Flux family a little bit. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow. Tomorrow.